Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We choose to be glad in this day because this is the day that God has made for us. Last week, I talked about the promises of God. I only touched the surface of the promises. So I want to continue to discuss this topic today. This will be part two of the promises of God. There are literally thousands of promises in the Bible for God's people. God wants to extremely bless his children. This is the reason for the promises. John 10 and 10 says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. It is the devil to destroy us and cause our lives to be full of pain and anguish. It is Jesus who came that our lives can be filled of joy and prosperity. Why aren't we receiving the promises of God if they are for us? There are four things we must know in order to experience the promises of God in our lives. First, We must believe the Bible to be the inspired word of God in order for us to take God's promises as true. The Bible is the inspired word of God that he revealed to men and women by the Holy Spirit as a guide for our lives. This book is powerful and life changing. The promises of God start with 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 and 17. It says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Praise God. With this promise of God, We can then be assured that what we learn in the Bible comes from him. Second, we must believe God's promises are for us, meaning it is not only for those that live during the times of the Bible, but also there are promises for us today. God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Third, we must believe We are worthy of God's promises. Second Corinthians 1.20 says, For all the promises of God in him are yes and in him amen to the glory of God through us. Fourth, we must intentionally activate the promises of God for our lives according to God's word. So let us look at three hindrances to receiving the promises of God. One, ignorance. Two, deception. And three, apathy. Let's look at ignorance first. 
Many of God's children, Christians, do not take the time to read the Bible, God's holy word. Therefore, they do not know what is in it. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. So God's word is powerful. It reaches to our spirit, which is the core of who we are, our true being. We understand this concept when it comes to our vehicles. There is a manufacturer manual that comes with every vehicle. It gives a description of every part of the vehicle, how the parts should function, and how to properly maintain the vehicle. Everything needed concerning the vehicle is in the manual. Likewise, God has given us a manual, the Bible. There are 66 books in the Bible that reveals who we are, how we should live on earth and eternity, and how to receive strength, maintenance in times of trouble. God made us and knows us. He knows everything about us. God loves us so much that he left his written word to help us on our life's journey. Moreover, he has given us special blessings to accommodate us on the way. And these special blessings are his promises. We have to read his word in order to know what is in it. Unfortunately, many Christians are ignorant to God's word because they do not take the time to read it. The first part of Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. What we as Christians do, what we do not know can and will literally destroy us. We must read the Bible for ourselves. It is a vital, it is vital, very vital to our lifeline, both now and eternity. Second Peter chapter one, verses one through four reads, Simon Peter, a bond servant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have attained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Also, these precious promises can help us escape the corruption of the lust in this world. Now let's look at deception. Satan will have us to think that we are unworthy. He will tell us lies like we are sinners saved by grace. Hear me clearly. We were sinners before Christ saved us. Yet it is by his grace that we are saved. However, after we have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior, we are no longer sinners. We are the righteousness of Christ. We are not perfect beings, but every day we're getting perfected in the things of God. 
In Matthew 5:48, Jesus says, therefore, ye should be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. So let me give you an example of being perfect in God. If someone cursed regularly before receiving Christ and now after becoming a believer, he doesn't curse anymore because of God in him then that person is perfect in that area. Jesus wants us to be perfect in all areas of our lives. One day we will be totally perfect when we are in our immortal bodies with him. Unfortunately, until then, we are striving for perfection on a daily basis. We should be. There are some Christians who curse because they have not allowed their minds to be renewed by the word of God on a daily basis. So if you know Christians like that, please pray for them. Do not condemn them because we all fall short of the glory of God. Second Corinthians says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So we are not perfect, but, but at the same time, we don't have to be perfect to receive the promises of God. Satan will speak lies to us and remind us of our sins or our, um, our shortcomings and tell us that we are unworthy to receive the promises of God. Yes, we will sin as Christians. However, sinning is missing the mark. It's like in darts, but we do not practice sin as a lifestyle, but we practice righteousness. If we look at first John chapter three, verse seven, it says in the latter part, he who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. So Jesus alone is perfect. We are made righteous through Jesus Christ. We are not righteous by our own good works or faith. We are righteous because we have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior by repenting of our sins and inviting him into our lives. God's love through his son's blood, Jesus have saved us and washed us clean from all unrighteousness. It is Jesus who has made us righteous. It is not by our own doing. That is why we cannot boast of our own goodness. It is Jesus that lives within us to allow us to do good. For that reason alone, God has given us many promises that belongs to us. If you are a child of God, the promises of God are for you. Do not believe the lies of the enemy to make you. Once you sincerely confess your sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive you. Psalms 103 verses 10 through 12 says, he has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. So you are worthy of the promises of God through his son, Jesus. So go after the promises. Finally, let's look at apathy. Since there are thousands of promises in the word of God, it is 
easy to become lazy and not seek them out for ourselves. I encourage you to search the Bible, to find the promises that you desire in your life. You must believe them and believe that you are worthy of them through Jesus Christ. Once you find these promises, write them down and confess them daily until the manifestation comes to pass. There must be passion or excitement in God's word. We must have an expectation that God will do what he said he would do. That is where our faith comes into play. Hebrews eleven six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. God is faithful and loving God. He wants to bless his children. The promises of God are for us to live a joyful, a joyous and peaceable life with all men. Praise God. Let us not be ignorant of God's word, the deception of Satan's lies, or the apathy to receive God's best. Let us not be hindered from experiencing the promises of God by these things. The promises of God are for us, but we must intentionally seek them out in order to experience them in our lives. I encourage you to send your prayer requests, your testimonies, your donation to it's about him ministries at gmail.com. If you would like for me to pray the prayer of salvation with you, please call me after this broadcast at 810-309-8753. I'll repeat that number again, 810-309-8753. And I will pray with you. Let us pray concerning the promises of God. Dear Heavenly Father, we believe your holy word. We thank you for making us righteous through Jesus and for the promises you have given us. Also, we trust you to bring the promises to pass in our lives as we meditate and confess on your word. May our lives forever edify and give you glory in your Holy Son, Jesus name. Amen. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you were blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus.